Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Hello, book club. So good to be here today. It's our deep dive book club Yes, so here is your spoiler alert. Yes. I don't think, I always put that on the... um, like description on the description that this is a spoiler alert but we have we we haven't said it we, at the beginning for a while we need we to come back to that we forget to do spoiler that spoiler alert we will be talking all things no two persons by, by Erica Bauermeister yes so if you haven't read it yet and you want to wait to read it to listen to this push pause. pause and then read it and come back and and do a discussion with us if and you don't care yeah, if you've read it yet and you want to hear our thoughts, all Continue of our thoughts. Continue on. Keep listening. Absolutely. And if you've read it and you're ready oh to listen, my. I can't wait. Uh, this is one where I wish we had a room full of friends. I really, I agree. There is so much in this book. Yes. That I, I think agree. it's going to take like a panel of people to go through all the connections and all the people and the links and the the whatnots because I can't I can't keep track of them all so totally but before we get into this let's talk about July's book club pick. oh I'm so excited we've been waiting on this one for a couple months when we'd made we this did decision. have this planned out which is unusual for us right we usually fly by the seat of our pants yes but this one's been on the docket for a couple months mm-hmm. so Sarah our book club pick for July we went with a patriotic pick. I'm excited about Me that. Me too. Me too. Um, is Upstairs at the White House, My Life with the First Ladies by J.B. West. Yay! I'm so excited. Yeah. This is going to be really fun. Are you planning on doing your patriarchal... Patriarchal? <laughs> patriotic books all of July? So I've done that in the past. Yes. And I kind of got... <laughs> I'm a nerd. I used to just read patriotic books, like books about the United States or presidents or whatnot in the month of July, and I kind of got burned out. Yeah, I can see that. So I do save, like when things come up during the year that I'm like, ooh, I want to read that. I do have a couple saved for July, but I'm not restricting myself to only patriotic okay. or so U.S. Maybe history a books. Bump. Yeah. In patriotic books. Yeah, a bump. But not a seclusive. I would love any recommendations if any of you listeners have read anything like U.S. history, democracy, the White House, First Ladies. I would love recommendations. Okay. Um, I love that. Okay. But let me read then. Okay. Our but description. I, I jumped ahead. If that's okay. Okay. I just needed to know that right away. But let <laughs> me read... The description of Upstairs at the White House for everyone. A fascinating behind-the-scenes look at life on Pennsylvania Avenue with America's first families. By the man who spent nearly three decades in their midst, J.B. West, chief usher of the White House, directed the operations and maintenance of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and coordinated its daily life. At the request of the president and his family, He directed state functions, planned parties, weddings and funerals, gardens and playgrounds, and extensive renovations with and with a large staff, supervised every activity in the presidential home. For 28 years, first as assistant to the chief usher, then as chief usher, he witnessed national crises 
and triumphs and interacted daily with six consecutive presidents and first ladies, their parents, children, and grandchildren, and house guests, including friends, relatives, and heads of state. In Upstairs at the White House, West offers an absorbing and novel glimpse at America's first families, from the Roosevelts to the Kennedys and the Nixons, alive with anecdotes ranging from the quotidian to the tragic. West's book is an enlightening and rich account of the American history that took place just behind the Palladian doors of the North Portico. Oh my. Whew. I had to like breathe in there. <laughs> that was a lot. I, I a behind the scene look. Yeah. Give me a behind the scene look at almost anything and I want to know what goes on. And what a good view. Like a a regular yeah. person watching the change of tides mm-hmm. from president to president, first lady to first lady, and what happens in their home. Right, because when a new president comes in, they redecorate. So he would oversee the redecoration of yeah. their home. I I kind of, yeah, Super I'm fascinating. really excited about this. And so this takes place like years ago. Yes, you this know, book not was originally published. Right. Originally published in, I think, 73? 1973, is that correct? I think so. Originally published in 1973 and remained on the New York Times bestseller list for months with more than 500 extraordinarily positive reviews. I had to read that a couple times because I was like, 500? That doesn't seem like a lot. Right. But in 1973, a that review. That was a lot. Not everybody was giving reviews like we do now. Yes. Like on These are Good like, I feel stuff. like when you hear that, it is like professional Pro- reviewers. Reviewers. Right. Right. I wonder how many professional reviewers, I mean, that books get now. Now. Like maybe a handful. Right. I bet you probably get a handful that you can put on your cover or that mm-hmm. might get mentioned in literary magazines. Or things like that. Right. I think it's very few. I agree. I think it's a lot of professional readers reviewers. that hop on and give a review. And then it says on Goodreads how many reviews it's gotten. That's not these kind of reviews. These are right. professional reviewers. So from 1973, I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. And definitely you weren't born yet because I'm older than you. So um, something to know, and I'm going to research this a little more and come back next week with a fun fact is... It is also listed that it's by J.B. West and Mary Lynn Cotts, mm. K-O-T-Z. And my my thought is that this was republished or had a re-release and maybe she's gone through and updated some of it. Not positive on that. So I'll get back with you on some more information about that. Okay. But I'm excited. Me too. It'll be a good one. It will be a good one. Hopefully. But now this one. I know. So we're going to give you a moment to pause. And if Take you don't break. want to listen to the next part of spoilers, now's the time. And now we're jumping and in. And now, here we go. I am super excited. No two persons. Erica Bauer, Meister. I am super excited. I, what did you think? I really enjoyed this book. I loved it. It was so good. And I just kept thinking like, I wanted more from, I mean, every story was very good, right. but I wanted every story to be a whole book. I agree with you. They were so well written and you really started 
being immersed in their lives. Yeah. And then it was over. There yeah. was just a little glimpse, like little snapshots of these people's lives as it pertains specifically to this one book in the story, which is called Theo. Mm-hmm. So. I love that. I have never considered the life of a book. You know, I read a book, The Storied Life of A.J. Fickler, something like that. Yes. And it he references reading books at different times in his life and the different meanings that it had. And that really resonated with me because sometimes I read a book and I'm like, eh, you liked that? But yes, there are other times when I've read something, I'm like, well, I'm right in the middle of this right now in my own life. Mm-hmm, so yes, mm-hmm. it stood out to me right now. So I have thought about this before, but... Like, but to follow to one follow book. To follow one book through different lives. And I felt like we kept getting... We don't read the book. Right. But we would get glimpses... Little glimpses. ...of what was in the book. Mm-hmm. And that was super interesting. Like, what person shared what part of the book. Right, right. Like, it somehow connected to what they were dealing with or had dealt with. Right, that part of the book was what stood out to them in their story and that's how we're learning about the book which was so cool it was so creative it really was so intertwining this was like a literature puzzle yeah yes a literary puzzle like putting pieces together yeah i don't think i've ever spent so much time on a book like making a mind map yes connecting all connecting the characters all the dots, and the pieces yeah thinking about that's them. such a good way to put it i or it, just how much time i spent thinking about this i make her i think these characters will sit with me mm-hmm. like i think you know sometimes you'll read a book and it was good and you can enjoy a book and mm-hmm. then you're like wait remind me that book again when right. you like down the road and mm-hmm. time has passed i feel this one like Oh, I can still pull up characters, what their situation. things that were happening to them. Mm-hmm. I found that, like, I think that's this kind of a book because I can continue to consider the little stories. Right. It was more than just reading yes. a book. It was really delving into the storyline and really... Yeah, and their individual lives and what's happening. Right. I thought that was super interesting, too. Like, the, the book is written... In what, 2010? The book in the book? Yes, the book in the book. Yeah. Very good point. In 2010. And then, you know, someone does something in 2011. And then someone gets it in 2012. And it's like years and years are passing. Right. And it's still connecting with people where they are. And it's new to them. Yeah. I mean, it ends in 2019. Yeah. This story. But that book never ends. It is going to continually... As it's picked up here and there and here and there. Affect people. Eternally. Like, as long as there's civilization, there is access to these, that specific story, to all stories. Totally. I agree. And I love the idea of generations of people reading the same story and being able to find something to relate to. And connect. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So tell me, did you have like a favorite story or a person in here? Because we had... We have oh, Alice man. who wrote the book based on her brother. Mm-hmm. There's the young mother who's right. The assistant reads it and passes it on so that it can be published. Then there's the voice the actor, actor who I 
love the idea I, of how do you become a, a voice actor narrator yeah uh-huh. thought that was so fun mm-hmm. I mean the book just jumps from all these creative people that are all over the map right and all picking out something different to love about a book like I yeah. love the idea of I mean I listen to a lot of audiobooks so when yes. I'm listening to him explain all the different colors he's using to pull the book off the page you're not just reading it he's acting yes this story and bringing it to life with his voice and how much is put into oh if i say it this way it brings the story out here but i'll say it this way like the choreography yeah and production of an audiobook observation yeah and every comma he highlights right every punctuation is important that was every little comma interesting to me and color-coded i want to see the manuscript i want to be a part of this so cool and yet he does it so secluded all alone very much like self-taught yeah and yeah like no one has access to him as far as this that's talent right like he was an actor and he has an ability to understand Mm -hmm. what like he said he would listen to other um Narrators, narrators other audiobooks and mm-hmm. take apart the way they were expressing emotion and mm-hmm. telling this story and how he spent so much time studying that. yes it's not like he, he just got a big a book and just got up and started reading. recording yeah there's a lot of consideration put into it, a lot of talent yeah. in a good i mean i've listened to some books with bad narrators yeah i have too and it it's an art yeah so i, I loved, loved hearing about it because we don't hear a lot about narrators yes and rowan the the audiobook narrator his story in and of itself was mm-hmm. very moving to me right i i was frustrated with him because i didn't want him to hide to hide and right. i you have a platform use it to educate something. that's kind of how yeah, i know i, I thought, feel that but... way too but to each their, I mean, he was obviously Everyone's in a place different. where he didn't feel comfortable with that. Yeah. I was sad he was alone. I'm glad he found purpose. Yes. That was beautiful. That he didn't just shut himself up and not do anything. Yeah. I do, and his his sister, that fun relation. I loved that one. Yeah, that was really sweet. But then we go on, we have the diver. Oh, yeah. We have the artist. We have, like, the student, like, the... the yeah, what did they... The, girl, the teenager yeah, is the what teenager. they referred to. That's right. That's what they called her. That lived in a shed. Yeah, there were so many good stories. I loved the teenager. What was her name? Nola. Nola. Oh, and that she came back at the end. I love that. Yes, I she was see organizing the, the books with Madeline Albright, the... Publisher, or the agent, the, the literary agent, agent. Literary agent, yes. So I loved Nola. I felt like... My heart was breaking for her, mm-hmm. sleeping in a shed. Like right. what happened to her mother, where she kind of comes full circle in understanding and forgiveness. Right. Which was really tender. Sleeping in a shed. And that sweet teacher that found out, saw, didn't and offered help, didn't make a, big, help, deal didn't make a big, big deal. Just like, it. yeah, nothing shaming, Mm-mm. but saw need. That's a teacher for you. Oh my gosh. And figures out a way to take care to of the help. need. I mean, that was life-saving. Yep. That was life-saving for her. And so to see her come back in the end as a college student, figuring out, has figured out life, is self-sufficient, has a scholarship, just... She's doing okay. Thriving. Mm -hmm. She's okay. Because somebody saw her. Who also helped the gardener. 
get a job. That's right, because the gardener like that's needed... just a really good person. Mm-hmm. See a need, fill a need. Right when you can give a hand, you offer it, Didn't... and not a freebie. They worked. Yeah, they had to work, but it was Absolutely. an opportunity, right, to work and do better for themselves. I loved it. I love that. I loved too. her story. Yes. Can we talk about the diver? Yeah, let's go back to Nola really quick. Okay. Nola made me think again, which I often think this, how an author chooses names. Oh. So when you talk about all these names in this book, and I felt like they were all, none of them stood out except Nola. Really? That one really, like, I kept thinking is this, I have an aunt Nola, but I think of it as a very old fashioned name. Yeah, it, it It's can not be. a modern name. And she is a teenager. With yeah. the name Nola. Interesting thought. I hadn't even thought of that. Didn't even cross my mind. Anyway. Okay. Small tidbit of thought on hmm. my part. So you felt, I wonder where that came where from. Where it came from. What was the thought behind naming the teenager with such an old-fashioned, uncommon name? Mm-hmm. Nola. Was it short for something? Anyway. Let's go to the diver. Yeah. I felt like his story was really deep i mean it's deep he's a diver mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it was like very hard that was probably one of the that was like the i hardest could one. not understand why the parents i mean you've got this kid why was he being shamed for this unique ability right i didn't get it like i mean i understood later that obviously the father had anger problems anger issues and there were things he was trying there to was hide abuse Right, and this was bringing too much attention to their family when you're trying to hide something. Yes. But also the terrifying, I took it a little past just his um, desire for water and need to be in water. Because if that really got them to the point of moving, it must have been more than that. This must have been a very difficult kid. Like maybe a child who's on the spectrum. Or a child with ADHD that was just really hard for them to handle. It was out, like, I think about it and I think that risk personality, risk-taking personality as a parent with a little kid, how terrifying. Yeah. That you would just want to trap them in the basement maybe because they could hurt themselves themselves. and they're not thinking through that I guess that's where my brain goes as a parent is like okay I've got this kid who keeps doing this let's and he's okay yeah let's teach him like why aren't we getting him I totally agree with you I totally agree. why don't we find out like okay he likes to hold his breath let's teach him the safe way to hold your breath right let's hook him up instead let's move away to where there's zero water in the middle that of felt nowhere. incredibly extreme and everyone was unhappy. Right. Nobody liked where they were, which then there's resentment. Then it was even harder for That it him. was his fault that they were in this podunk town. I mean, and when the mom finally like agreed and was like, okay, then I'm going to get you lessons. Like if right. you're not going to stay out of the water, then why didn't, why we, didn't do we do that, that 20 years ago? Or how, you know, 10 right. years ago when before you was, moved. When you uprooted your whole life. I think it was more, again, I think it was more than what we saw there. Yeah. Abuse. It was dad trying to, and dad was embarrassed by him for, you know, the attention of him being in the pool and the wife jumping in after him in her dress. Like, well, you would do that. Absolutely you would. But he was humiliated. Oh my gosh. That A, they couldn't keep their kid under control and B, his wife in front of all his coworkers was drenched in a dress and. Like just, I've done that. Maybe that's yeah. where I stand. Like I have had to jump into the pool 
because my kid couldn't uh-huh. get his head above water, and yeah. I was fully dressed. I've been there too. I was not in a swimming suit, and I know, and it happens, and yeah. it's scary, and that's it's not terrifying. a good moment. It's right. actually happened twice. Like I've had to go into the water, and and I've got five children. It's bound to happen. It's right. We watch absolutely. Um, yeah. and that being said, like it wasn't fun. I didn't enjoy that moment. It was scary. It was terrifying. It was super scary. And so the, then to have your husband mad at you in that moment. Yeah. Of, you're already terrified. I just kind of felt like it's not about being wet. Like, yeah. oh, we, we are so glad he did not die. Right. Like, yay, you're okay. Absolutely. I don't know. I just felt, oh. I just felt like they messed up a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And maybe we do as parents. And I'm sorry, I, th- I bring it back to the husband. Yeah, he had the issues. The wife didn't have he, yeah, a say in this. She was under control, his control at this point too. So she was. Yeah, that's she true. She was tied down. And that's very true. But I, over the years, when then she was like, "Okay, we're doing this. I'm putting you in swim lessons," and she finally gets it. Like, but yeah, I agree. That was a, that was a hard one. That was and then, a sad. And I was glad though. I was glad that eventually he found, like, he found the water. He found a way to to master the water in his own way. But it was never enough. He kept having to push the boundaries That's more true. and more and more, because it wasn't about. Yes, he loved water. He was hiding. But he was hiding and suppressing, literally yeah. deeper and deeper and deeper. That was painful. That was painful for me. This one was so hard for me because I think as a parent, you've got your kids and you've got to let them learn for themselves I think especially right now as my son's going off to college there are these life lessons that I know he needs to learn on his own and I want to protect him from them totally because it's painful but but his girlfriend sitting back and watching him do this yeah that was hard too that I mean that's how I'm feeling like she's trying so hard to like explain to him you gotta you've gotta stay on land yeah why don't we move to Utah? I love their the little throw into Utah there. Yeah. And he's like, wait, what's in Utah? Snow? She's just like, oh, there's so much. So there's much. the mountains. And there is a lot there of outdoor is activities tons of outdoor here. here. It's a perfect place to come. But it's there is no ocean. There's no ocean. There's some deep lakes. Sure. But no ocean. Um, yeah. Her Was that Sailor? Was that mm-hmm. her name? So, and then the tie between Sailor is the twin sister of Lara. Which I love that connection. Right. Who was the assistant who found the book, the struggling mother who passed it on mm-hmm. to the literary agent. The literary agent. agent I, I love that. And I loved having like that um, point of view from like twin sister. Oh, my mm-hmm. sister's always off on the next adventure. Doing this thing and this thing and what's wrong with me. Yeah. And, and then also the point of view from Tyler, the diver, mm-hmm. who was like, saw her as a love interest, right? right. Like there was just these, because we are yeah. all unique individuals. Right. We're lots of sides to us. There was nothing that really would pull him to land until he met her. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't quite enough. Yeah. Until, yeah, he had to do it on his own. She couldn't help him Well, and that. even then, even after he strokes, right? Mm-hmm. He has his stroke and she comes back and takes care of him mm-hmm. like even then like he can't connect he's right. lost like he can't find his way out of the water like metaphorically, metaphorically he's not actually in the water he literally can't he go into the water but yeah he's got to he's got to take care of those demons yes and i think he, he got there at the end i felt yeah. that way i mean that obviously he was learning after that he it reads wasn't the book he re- right. connects he with the, the character in the book 
the, the abuse, the and you could he has these flashback memories mm-hmm. with his father, and it feels like he is like healing, right? Right? He Did is addressing it. Feeling? He is crying about it. He is expressing his emotion. He's letting it not out, running away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that too. And that it that was, was Sailor that gave him that book, which was so, so sweet. That came from her sister. And interesting and because that she thought he would connect to that book probably never knowing what right. happened to him in his past that but abuse yeah. knowing that he was in pain from mm-hmm. something something and knowing that in the book there was stuff about water taking mm. him out to the water so maybe yeah. that's why she recommended it that there was pain and you have to and come healing. back from it and healing. yeah forgiveness right now theo i think needed to forgive, forgive. himself right right but maybe Tyler needed to forgive his, his parents. The situation, yeah. Yeah, and the So that he could that, move on. Yes, not because that not doesn't because make it deserve, okay. Right. Just for him to be able to it let it go. It wasn't his fault yeah. that that was happening. Those were parents. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Totally. I really love the diver. Um, Can we talk about the artist? What was her name? Miranda. Miranda. Yes, I also loved. I really liked Miranda. And do you know, okay, so so I actually read the physical copy of this book. Okay. We're usually, audio, I'm both of us are usually yep. audio books, uh-huh. but I did get the physical copy. And I am typically, do not earmark a book. Do not. Like I am anti-earmarking. I don't fold the pages. You treat them like precious. Right. But I folded a couple pages. And one of them was for Miranda because I just loved the way this author explains things. Like, so not cliche, so original. And the one that I really loved was when she finally decided to go back into the shed to work on like art. The old farm? Or no, her, her work shed. Her work shed where she was doing okay, art. So she, she gathered the old things. She gathered all the old things from the old house uh-huh. and came back and opened the door to the shed. And then she said... Um, it says, when Miranda opened the door to her studio, the spiders looked up in surprise. <laughs> I don't know why I loved that so much, but it was so visual to me of opening up an old dusty place. That you that haven't been in like for this, a long Right, and the time. spiders thought, this is our place now. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. This, and so I just love that. The spiders looked up in surprise. They at least had taken the space seriously, turning it into a gallery of webs. I loved that. That is so fun. Anyway, I That is beautiful. So just well having done. the connection with a physical copy was very different. Um, it's a different experience for me because it hasn't happened for a while. That's awesome. Anyway, I love that. Saying. I love that so much. But back to Miranda. I, M- Madeline mm-hmm. is not the agent. That's the agent. Miranda, the artist. Miranda, the artist. Yeah. I really liked her. I think the idea of her like trying to find her way Mm -hmm. where her mom is like hyper focused and hyper productive and can naturally you know mold into her surroundings and Mm -hmm. what is happening in society keeping up on it right and she feeling a little bit um slower maybe in that not wanting to be it, it came out to me as like FOMO. The fear of missing out was mom. Yeah. Like yeah. I got to be in on all the things and 
Miranda in was just know. like, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to get caught up in that rat race. Mm-hmm. But then where does she fit? Kind of like still that mm-hmm. um, journey of finding where you fit. And that it's okay to be there and not somewhere else. Yeah. And like, like some, the time that to be she gave else. that. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of, I just enjoyed her discovery of self maybe. Mm-hmm. As she tried, you know, she made jewelry with, you know, glass. Right, beach, the beach glass. glass. And that was okay. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell she didn't. For it wasn't so long. Like at amazing, the beginning it was like, great. I've used all of the glass. You know, there's not mm-hmm. any more till next right. year. Right. And what, do you what do am now? I going to do? Or are you just going to, there's only so many ways you can wrap jewelry. wire around a piece of glass. Yeah. Like that was an interesting, like she got bored with it. So I, I love that when when she makes her sculpture i love the process mm-hmm. of her creating that artwork right the big discovery i don't even what know what kind of statue yeah. that and she it's creates. huge from what it sounds like it does sound very large and i loved hearing her put it together hearing her rework the pieces mm-hmm. and i thought that was so fun and then it being so amazing right and it was like, there you are, mm-hmm. right? Like, there I am in this art. Like, I, I, it was just so beautiful. It was just really well done. And I love that we still found out a little about her, but she actually only read the first line in the book or the yeah. first page, right? It was the just first the first line. Line. And then she was like, why are you giving this to me? Yes. What are you like trying you to tell me? You don't understand right. me. You, you still don't understand me. Then her mom shows up. Right. And she's like annoyed. Like, why would my mom be here? You never come without letting someone know or having an invitation. Right. Did you hear her say that? Like, you Mm -hmm. never leave without an invitation. And she, it sounds, did like, like purposefully did not ever give her an invitation. Right. And then to have her mom walk in and see it and it was like understanding. Understood her. Yeah. I loved that. There was, the mom was so proud. Like there was... It was Pride like, there, there. you I are. I see you now. Right. You I've been found... trying to see you. And I'm... I've not been able to. I've been so confused. Right. And now I get it. Right. And to, and that she uses the book pages to for the wings. wings. Yes. Lovely. I love it. And this is kind of out of order. I know we're not really going in order, but. No, we don't have I to. I loved when Alice, who is our author. Uh-huh. At the very end of the book, it's only a couple of pages, a few pages. Right. It's short. We we revisit Alice because she hasn't written anything since Theo. And what you know, what are you doing now? Are you done? Like Was the that artist, your only? Nothing has come to her. Yeah. Is that your only thing you were meant to share with mm-hmm. the world? A one book wonder. Yeah. And I think even she was questioning that about herself. And she is at her literary agent, Madeline's. Funeral. Funeral. Has to step away from all of Hates the crowd. Being doesn't in like a crowd. It, and finds this book of art Happens sitting on upon. the end table. Right. Right. And picks it up and sees the art sculpture done by what's her Miranda. name? Miranda. And talks about all the different pieces in the in the sculpture. 
and references the wings. The wings. And that they're pages. Right. But doesn't know. But doesn't know that they're her pages. And is inspired. Right. I love there it. There comes the next story. I loved it so I much. I love that coming back around to that. Like finding inspiration and finally feeling that spark of like, wait a second. Right. Right. I think I have something new mm-hmm. to say. I love that so Here much. I love that full circle. I and loved all the connections. I love that the author of this book, Erica Bauermeister, references in some of the interviews that I talked about that her characters speak to her and she's waiting for them to tell her what the book says. And you see that throughout Alice and this author about her writing process, that it came to her and mm-hmm. she's waiting to tell the story of these characters that come to her. So I, I liked that we we saw that weave in and out after learning about Erica's writing process. I know. So many. <gasps> okay. What else? I don't, there are so many the, characters. Yeah. We have the caretaker, the older the man. caretaker, In that William. crazy house with, or ghost town with that was mice. So crazy. And he's starving because he gets snowed, snowed in. in. Like, uh, who was this person that, oh, that hired him? That was, like, why didn't he turn around right. and say, I'm out? Right. He should have turned around right when he got there, How but he was not lost. not stalk him with stuff? That was weird. It was crazy. There was a lot of weird things about that situation. That was a crazy situation. But then in the Poor end, William. reading this book, he's like... Connects to his wife. And his daughter, like... His daughter. My daughter is mourning the loss of her mom. And I'm not doing that. And I'm her. not there with her. Just like when his wife passed away, he was like, she was there. I was avoiding yeah. He was avoiding the pain of that. Totally. And so going back that there's his wife's story was really not complete without his daughter's perspective of Such the story. Such a beautiful way to look at. Yes, I love that. I loved that one. Cute William. Yeah. And My then to him. the coordinator, Juliet. Oh yeah. Who was the I love intimacy her story. choreographer. I've never thought of an intimacy choreographer or whatever they were referring yes. to it as. Like how to bring a love story alive on like film. A, a brushing of fingers right. matters. It, it really creates. Which there's a connection there about, is it Rowan that was yes. the voice? He's like voice bringing actor. out the different levels of the book using your voice. She was doing the same thing with how we do our body and movement and yeah. choreographing those scenes. Which they had met when he mm-hmm. was an actor and she coached him on that. Yeah, so in a scene. You see that talent later on mm-hmm. that he takes it on with him as he That's does right. The, the I really like Juliet's story. Mm-hmm. I like I think it's super creative what she does. I'd never considered that same. And I love that she was married. She'd been married a long time. They're both busy parents. As is very relatable yeah and the idea that maybe like she's sitting here choreographing these hot and steamy scenes right and then comes home to her boring boring husband where he has the same advances that he's always has it's so predictable right and she's just kind of rolls her eyes is there something else out there for me and kind of is is like boring and then i love that i think it's like the last line or two Mm -hmm. of her portion of story where she's like what i would never want anyone else this is the one yeah Yeah. like he knows all of it and he's been there for all of it and i want him there 
for all of it. And I can do things about this to make it different. Like we are both complacent. I know how to do this. And we can do this. Yeah. And she does. Like immediately she decides like we can make this what we want it. Yeah. And and I love that. I loved it. Like you can choose. Like sometimes we choose. Right. To stay and to do things to enhance what we already have. experience. Yeah. Which I thought was lovely. Because that's a what you already have is a huge base so big i mean when you've been with someone that long that's stability and it's actually got its own lovely piece of right like life that you can then build the rest on it doesn't stop yeah. there it's it's all up it's and down it every flows, day right like yeah. your intimacy and your relationship and your connections are going to wane and flow and you can focus on them mm-hmm. if you need to make them stronger or want to make them more hot and steamy or you want to do that you can right it's all about a touch it's all, you it's have all the choice a, yeah attention yeah. i loved that part of her story right. i love that she I chose agree. to like invest in her in her own marriage yeah it was lovely yeah we we didn't touch on the bookseller kit his was a good story. I liked his story too. I don't have anything too. like super deep. Mm-hmm. But that he um, jumped into that relationship really quick and it felt good. And it and just wasn't right. And he realized that maybe they weren't the right fit. Right, right. And and he did realize that. And that he got to interact with the agent a little bit. So In fun. the bookstore. The author. And I, what I loved about him. Yeah, that's what I, the author, sorry, with Alice. What I loved about him though is he said, you know, like, nobody looks at me and my career as that's going to be a good husband that's good and stable isn't it and he's he's graduated from college right Mm -hmm. and this is he loves matching a book with people and he's good at it and he can see connections in people and that like this is a talent that is not appreciated absolutely or valued and he is fine with money, which people yeah, don't know. Right. So he went and figured out a way to make it like that he could be the stability. Have but the, people view him. Yes, have the income he needs. As not. Right. And the way that he does that, like how smart, right? Like he's watching, oh, look at all these ladies with their mm-hmm. Starbucks coffees. Right. Or oh, the people and who come in the bookstore. Their and Lululemons. so that's what he's going they're... to invest in. And I right. thought, brilliant. He's making money off of what he's seeing yeah. as the next thing the next thing super smart by and while still and being able to do what he loves what he loves which to is do being around books and connecting helping people those with people books. with books lovely oh kit you're a, i'm a fan i love kit yeah oh okay, did we cover we, them all we maybe didn't but i need to talk okay. about the circles oh my gosh okay erica bauermeister commented on our instagram if you didn't see it go check it out right it's pretty awesome Thank you for doing that, Miss Erica. We are your biggest fans now. Um, but and she, it sent us down a whole different path. It totally with this book. did. She said, oh, "I'd love to know if you can connect the picture on the chapter headings to the characters." And we right, were like, to "What comes what? next?" What we have sat with these diagrams. Now these aren't just like a picture of a cat. No, no, no. Or something like that. These are circles. Yep. And the circles. It's like Venn diagrams. Yes. Like how the characters overlap. Maybe. Or connect. We're trying well, to we're figure thinking. it out. This is our interpretation. And I don't think we've discovered the actual real thing. I need 
Mrs. Bauermeister to come and explain it to me. Right. We have some questions. We sure do. We think we've got some of it figured right. out. Right. We think we know who each circle is. It's like each, it's an individual yeah. person. Each one that's like each individual story. I think, I think we're right there. But there's a few that we're like, wait, what? What do you mean? Right. Where is this over here connecting? Yeah. And I'm not sure if you have, if you are listening to the book, go to your library and get a physical copy. And look at these pictures. If you are reading it, then you have it already. Then you have it. And you but can... I do think that it's worth looking at. I think if you didn't know that there were little clues in the pictures, you wouldn't think anything of it. No, it would you just don't need be a decor. Them, but it is You don't cool. need them. But it really made me go back and make connections that I didn't pick up on originally. Yes, right. Because like of Sailor these pictures. Yes. Is connected to both Tyler and Laura. Right. Juliet crosses it, paths with Rowan. With Rowan. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, the obviously, artist. Obviously, Miranda. Mm-hmm. Her art is seen again by Alice. Uh-huh. Is there another overlap with Miranda? Well, I, there the one circle, which is our interpretation, is like the social media behind it, the reviews of the book. Um, that's this big circle mm. that only interacts with Miranda as the artist because her mom is the one who sent her the book and her mom is in on the know with all the reviews and all the don't miss out on this this is the next big thing Mm -hmm. so my interpretation of that one is these are that circle is the reviews Miranda hits that review outside yeah but she's outside of all of it because she doesn't actually read the story the story but the story very much is in she's influenced by the the story. story in her art Yes. Right, she cuts up the pages to make the feathery wings. Right, and she reads that first line, and then is like, "What do you? My yeah, mom does not. What is she doing? Yeah, and then she uses it for her art. So, that's at least our interpretation there. Yes, of that one. I, I have so many questions. Like, I can see where the caretaker only dissects the story. Mm-hmm. Um, the coordinator intersects the story and Rowan mm-hmm. like that their, their circles connect we have Rowan intersecting the story and the coordinator who is Juliet and Tyler but I don't get that one we, yeah that is one we couldn't find the relation between Unless that Tyler one and Rowan Sailor does Rowan connect with Sailor no I, I don't well, and if that was it, then Sailor would be, her circle would be down by Rowan's circle. Yeah. And if you haven't looked at the circles, you have no idea what we're talking about. You should check it out. But check it out and let us know. Can you find a connection between Rowan and Tyler? We're not sure. I can't pick up that one. And Nola has no bubble. Nola never got a circle. Nola and Madeline, Madeline Albright. Those yes. two don't have a circle. Like, as far as what we think. Yeah, there's a circle missing here. There's a couple circles missing. And then there are circles that fade later on yeah, in the book. Yeah, there's three circles that get dotted lines. More than like three. I think away. there's five. One, One two, two, three, three, four, five. Okay. One of them being Theo, which we think is the story. The story starts to fade. And Tyler and Juliet, Alice and sailor fade right 
Where'd they go? So where did they go and why did the others stay? We that we still I, have I some don't get it. processing and then the there. Very, very last picture is is just the oval, which is the art piece one. Mm-hmm. And what we think is, is Alice a story, or a story. Which is her next story being So it's like born. Oh, now we have this new Now we're connection. starting a new it's the art and her story now, and now where they go. And now I want another book. I, I want know. that book. Oh, I know. Erica, are you writing that book? Can you answer our few <laughs> questions? Those are our questions. So where are the faded ones going and why did they why did those ones fade? You should see our paper we have. We printed out one of the the last picture with, with all, all of the them. circles. And we've color coded and made notes and <laughs> We, we want to figure it out. The timeline, the years, and... Maybe, yeah, that was the other was thing. We're like, so oh, wow, fun. everything happened in different years. Yeah. Anyway, it was super interesting. I thought this was a great book. Definitely a discussion book. Oh, my gosh. I gave it four stars. What I want to talk you? to everyone about it. I gave it five. Loved it. This is a five star for me. So good. I love the relationship to books and writing and the paper and how it affects... It's, Everything I love about a book yeah. came out in this one. And it there are really so good. many things I was like, yes, yes, I feel that so deeply. Like there was one character who blew on the book. Do you remember that? Where she would she would pick up the book. I think it was the teenager. And she would blow on it so that all that was in the book came back to her. Oh my like gosh, just I the, didn't catch that. The connections and the... with a, uh, I just I loved it. Love and it. it incorporated an audiobook and a physical copy and an ebook and a, just all the different ways we take on a book and use it and how it affects our lives. I loved it so much. Absolutely. Thank you. It was so good. To the author for this fantastic book. Yes. Um, think if you read, we would love to hear from Please. you. I want to hear all the thoughts. Send us your thoughts. Who was your favorite? What was your favorite part? What did you find interesting? Let us know. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at this is your book club podcast at gmail.com. Please rate and subscribe. It is super helpful. Thank you to Amphibious Sue for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your, your book club. club.